Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Reza Farahan and MJ Javid from Shaws of Sunset are still feuding, and now MJ's husband has taken it to another level and has been slapped with a restraining order from Reza. Portia Williams from the Real Housewives of Atlanta recently unfollowed her fiancé, Dennis McKinley, on all forms of social media. And we have lots of new exciting baby news from Real Housewives of Potomac to the Summer House Girls. And we'll end the show discussing our favorite moments that aired on Bravo this week. I will be tackling this mess and more with my bestie, Ian Luca Toledo. You guys know him. You love him. He was back on episodes 40, 47, 49, and he's back today for 52. Welcome. Hi, welcome back. Now let's talk about how you cheated on me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been cheating on you with other guests, but you just got to deal with it. So just an <laughs> FYI, you guys, uh, Grant Rutter from Grant's Rants Hollywood Talk podcast was on my show, episode 51. I actually went on his show this week. The episode will actually be out today as well. And we talk about Mauricio from Beverly Hills being a fuck boy. We talk about Gia Giudice and Frank Catania going to prom together. Like, what? And there's also a new show coming out on Bravo that we also kind of touch on. So definitely head there. Listen, it's super funny. We're not going to be talking about those things on this episode, so be sure to check it out there. See? How could you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's just jump right into news. So, you guys, if you've been obviously listening to this show and following press, you've been knowing the stuff going on with the Shadows of Sunset people have been crazy. So, MJ gave birth about a month ago to to baby Shams, and after the birth of the child, her and Reza have been like publicly feuding on Instagram. So they've been going back and forth, and we don't really know what the main crux of their issue is. Reza didn't go see her in the hospital after she gave birth and didn't even reach out to her, which we talked about on episode 47, which you actually happened to be the guest on that. Yeah, absolutely. I recall, and not surprised whatsoever... Um, especially considering what's come about since then. I mean, for God's sakes, uh, Mercedes just told E! News, you know, it deeply saddens me that my former friend is battling with his demons and has decided to go the slow to hurt me. Like, she's really affected because he made a spectacle about how he didn't reach out. Mm -hmm. He somehow paraded around the fact that, hey, I was a shitty friend, 
but it's because she betrayed me. And then it all comes out that it really stems from the drama with Adam. So, yeah, supposedly, (laughs) supposedly what is being said is that Reza said that MJ had sent her gay minion to accuse her husband of sexual harassment and infidelity to come attack me and my character and destroy my marriage. Of course, I'm not going to come visit you. So that's interesting. So now it's saying, okay, MJ found a quote-unquote gay minion, which one, that is such a Shaz phrase to say. Exactly. <laughs> a gay minion. Oh, I know many of those. Ace 11, we ho. <laughs> so that's obviously the crux of what the issue is. Then obviously Tommy, who is MJ's husband, I think a year or so at this point, he allegedly went to Reza and Adam's home with a bat. <laughs> and he I was mean, stepping onto their property and smashing things in their outside area. You can all see it on the security camera. I'll post the video on the Bravo Happy Hour Instagram account, so definitely go and check that out. So on May 21st, Reza actually filed a restraining order on Tommy because of his trespassing on the house. It just hit me as it's coming out. It looks like MJ's not going to be a part of next season. I think the footage of, you know, her husband lashing out and all these reports and this fighting and these Instagram clips, they're going to be the opening shot of next season. And that's how they're going to fight off MJ. But that's so sad. I feel like the show needs her. Like, it's an ensemble cast. Like, I don't really desire seeing, like, what Mike is really up to. Like, MJ is one of the main reasons I watch this show. And even though her friendship with Reza the past few years, I think, was kind of rocky, you kind of see them, like, go through ebbs and flows yeah. being friends. But I just think Reza is a shady guy. Like, I think he's constantly trying to, like, pin people against one another. Every year he has a new best friend. and But he always comes back to MJ. In fact, he's already backtracking. He's already apologizing. Well, supposedly he ended up posting on Instagram a series of texts from... Tommy, one of which that included a line saying that MJ had to have a hysterectomy, which means her uterus was taken out of her body after she had the baby. And obviously that's a very sensitive thing for any woman to go through, let alone to have your friend put that on blast to the media. Yeah. Is really inappropriate. So he ended up then reaching out with an apology saying, I want to apologize and clarify something, then sign off. In my haste to get the timeline of events out, I included a text with sensitive information that was sent to me by Tommy using MJ's phone. For that, I'm truly sorry. So I'm glad that he actually addressed the fact that he did cross the line with going Absolutely. out of his way. To- I mean, when enough Twitter trails yeah. are on your back and you shake them off, yeah. you tend to come around. Yeah, no, it definitely seemed like Reza realized he fucked up. But this restraining order is really crazy, and I mean, it should be interesting to see. She did mention she doesn't want to come back for season eight. Gigi actually went on Instagram this week and said she was filming season eight right now. So TBD on what Shazza Sunset's going to look like. I mean, it's going to be a whole fiasco. For all we know, she could come back mid-season a la Stasi, <laughs> uh, season four of Vanderpump. But see, Stassi never came back to being the queen bee again. I feel like MJ would come right back to the I think show. Past season, I think she slowly but surely is because Stassi's like growing up and like a New York Times bestselling author now. Like yeah. she has actual things going on. The like, way I see it is, you know how like people were saying uh, Katie Maloney was like the new head bitch. To me, she's like Jabba the Hutt holding oh. Princess Leia, who is Stassi. <laughs> Captive, you know, yeah. throughout her wedding season. God. And now Saucy 
Vinceville has saved Princess Leia Stassi mm-hmm. from Jabba the Hutt Katie. <laughs> and now they'll never be guests on this podcast because it's just called Katie Jabba the Hutt. Well, don't worry. I don't mm-hmm. want Katie coming on this podcast anyways. Love you, Stassi, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, moving on to a baby news segment. There's a lot going on in the pregnancy world of our Bravo celebrities. So Ashley Workus, who was on seasons one and half of season two of Summer House, finally had her baby this past Sunday, May 26. The baby's name is Dean Hudson McAtee. Can you imagine that gender reveal? <sighs> can you? I, I can see it now. You just throw a watermelon <laughs> right off, <laughs> and whatever color just comes out. I know yeah. it's pink, so yeah. you know. But still, they could put put something in there if it was anything else. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, obviously, like you know, throw some blueberries in there and yeah. watermelon somehow. Just smash it and boom. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely can't imagine how hectic being in that delivery room must have been because it was like Brad, the sister Lauren was there, the mom was in there. I'm like uh, all of that workus circus energy. And none of the Bravo cameras were there. No, yeah, probably to their chagrin. I bet they would have probably liked that. It's interesting that they're not back this season. However, I don't miss them one single bit. I think. I think I'd like to see her back for a cameo next season. I think I would like to see Lauren. I think Ashley at this point, like, yeah, you have a kid, so, like, definitely don't get back on this show, which is just... Maybe, maybe on a FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> so, also, Ashley Darby, uh, yet another Ashley from the Real Housewives of Potomac, had her gender reveal this week, which, if you guys didn't see the ridiculous videos posted on Instagram, again, I'll post that onto the Bravo Happy Hour Instagram, but... Their gender reveal has been taken to an additional level. Her 70-something-year-old old man husband skydived and then, like, the parachute or some fucking explosion of blue stuff went in the air, signaling that they're having a boy. Like, I feel like... Why? Like, just... Are they shooting? Yeah, not like, even. At, like, at least let that be, like, the excuse. There was no reason for how aggressively oh, extra this God. was. Like, girl. And, you know, obviously, we're in the midst of Potomac right now, where this episode that we're recording on a Sunday night, the episode tonight that's going to come out is when he sexually assaults the camera guy and touches the camera guy's ass. So the fact that, like, <laughs> like they're truly, like, going to be in, like, the worst spiral in terms of, like, viewers seeing what actually went down. And then they're like, when? Well, look at us. We're still going We're strong. We're still going on strong. Like, oh, God. Come to us. Yeah. We also have Joanna Krupa from the Real Housewives of Miami. She okay. was, Yeah, she was so pretty. She's the one who was fighting with Brandy all this time after Brandy made a very crass comment about her vagine. I always thought she was going to end up in Beverly Hills. Yeah, I actually did too. But she's living in Miami. She's pregnant with her new husband. She's no longer with that sexy guy from the show. Yeah, because she briefly moved to Beverly Hills and then I guess now I'm back to Miami. Miami. I don't blame her. Well, congratulations to her. She's beautiful. She's going to make a gorgeous mother. And I'm just so happy to see that. And she has a sister, Marita, to help her. Oh, yeah. I always felt weirdly bad for that situation. I feel like the sister was always like, I'm not a model. (laughs) You know, like, I can't imagine, like, being the non-model sister. And then... Ask my siblings. No, (laughs) no. 
<laughs> well, moving on to Real Housewives of Atlanta news, Portia Williams from the Real Housewives of Miami obviously got engaged back in October to Dennis McKinley. If you guys watched this most recent season, 11 of Atlanta, you saw their love blossom and then her getting knocked up. She actually along with her mom and her younger sister, Lauren, they have all unfollowed Dennis on all forms of social media. What do you think this means? It means that we are in the middle of having an incredible season 12. Uh, Also, oh God, it looks like Candy spoke the truth. All signs point to this guy being a fuckboy cheating on her yeah i mean i don't i wonder what he did the baby is just two months old so they should be in like new parent bliss i think well i was rooting for dennis we were all rooting for dennis (laughs) yeah no i was i actually did enjoy seeing him a little bit like when i watched the few parts spinoff show that she did with him i didn't hate him yeah he seemed mellow and chill which was a nice contrast but also compliment to uh you know porsche's erratic, over-the-top, but yet very bubbly personality. Well, it was interesting, like, watching when Portia initially came on the show and she was married to Cordell, like, she was so quiet, she was so demure and, like, really trying to be this, like, perfect wife, like, be this idea of, like, who Cordell wanted. I understand. I mean... I mean, I get that, but now you see, like, her being, like, her true self, so I wonder if he fucked her over and she's like, actually, I don't need you around, like, I do have my mom, I do have my sister, I do have my friends. She has PR. Yeah, she has, she's got the baby, like, at, at the end of the day, and that is what she wanted. So, hopefully there's not too much trouble in paradise there. But, on the bright side, back on episode 40, we talked about how she owes $240,000 in back taxes to the IRS. She no longer owes this money, and she actually paid it in full. Wowee! Look at that! Well, there you go. As you recall, I said Dennis was the one. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And who probably opened the mail finally for Portia. <laughs> yeah. And now what is she going to do, guys? What is she going to do? But luckily, season 12 Atlanta salaries have actually been exposed. So she's actually getting a raise alongside all her co-stars. So currently she's making $1.3 million a season. Now she's going to be bumped up to $1.8 million a season, having the same fee as Cynthia Bailey, which if you guys listen to the show, I love Cynthia's look. I think she's a good mom. But like, why is she getting $1.8 million? The voice of reason. Ugh, yeah, I guess. The anchor, I, I guess, if I guess. we really have to say it. <laughs> she brings the looks. 
Uh, I don't know why y'all gagging. She bring it to you every episode. But uh, <laughs> with uh, Portia, Portia definitely deserves this. I mean, after this past season, she absolutely does. She really put her I, whole world on display. I think she should be in the twos. Along with Candy and Nini. Honestly, I think Nini is getting a bit overpaid. So at this point, Nini is the highest paid housewife of all of the franchises. She was making $2.75 million last season. Now she got a $100,000 raise, making $2.85 million. So I think they always bump up salaries when, obviously, generally year by year. However, with Teresa Giudice, they gave her a big bump to go through the deportation stuff on screen. So I'm wondering if Nini and Greg's like post-cancer relationship stuff is really going to be delved deep into because... You know, in the press and all over social media, it doesn't I, always seem like they the two of them are in the best place currently. I think I think it's that. I think it goes beyond just the cancer, but also the possibility of a second divorce between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, she signed on uh, with this contract for another three seasons. Not many housewives get those, as we were saying of which. I mean, Denise Richards is the only Beverly Hills housewife who has a multi-year contract. It's that rare. Oh, I didn't realize she had one. Good for her. Yeah. Well, she probably has, like, an actual true agent and manager who, like, manages her career. They're like, yeah, no, we're not doing a one-season wonder. And she's, like, making a million a season. Speaking of which, Candy herself also got that $100,000 raise. She's now making $2.3 million. And then something yeah. that really surprised me is a certain friend of is making more than Eva, an actual housewife. I know. So Marlo Hampton, if you guys don't know Marlo, she's like technically like Nini's friend, I think. She's pulling in 300k a season while Eva is at a lowly 275. Granted, Marlo does bring so much more tea and bullshit and fuckery to the show than Candy or probably any of the others at this point. So she deserves every buck she makes. I know, exactly. I mean, I just want Marla to throw that in her face. That's the only way she's ever going to win, because after that Tokyo takedown... (laughs) Tokyo takedown. And mad respect to Tanya for getting invited back. I mean, as a friend of... Still better than nothing. $150,000 is better than a day rate. Like, you're some sort of... So, yeah, speaking of day Oof. rates, um, Shamari DeVoe was not asked to be a full-time housewife for season 12 and will now just be paid on a day rate. What do you think the day rate is? I'm thinking well, two grand a day. As an out-of-work actor who has taken many background gigs, I'm going to say uh, 166 for 10 hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, after taxes, she's going to make about 128 yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I actually don't think she pays her taxes either. Oh, well, I think she's truly one of, uh, yet another one. Who, well, hopefully she saved that 250 k she made last season. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly, Tion Watkins and Rosanda Thomas from TLC, so it's T-Boss and Chili, were almost cast on Atlanta's upcoming season, but they basically said, like, we don't want to fuck with these ladies and their fuckery. Well... I'm pretty sure that the whole reason why we even got Shamari is because these two must have been declining over the past few years. They yeah. wanted that superstar uh, and dynamic of another girl group member, a la Candy. Yeah. And what better way from, you know, no scrubs, TLC. And it's like, oh, yeah. oh we can't get anyone from TLC. Hey, I guess, Shamari. Hey, black from black you know and i'm like okay okay i mean <laughs> you guys already convinced us that we knew about escape yeah we know we know we know about black i mean yeah. we know we all knew about <laughs> tlc 
hey, it could have been interesting. But I think they have, if they start doing it like that, it's like, all right, we need kind of a diversified group of women. Like, that is what makes this fun. Yeah. Well, that's what any Bravo show needs is a very diverse cast. Mm-hmm. A cast of dynamic personalities that are going to mesh well. Yeah. And, okay, I'm not going to lie, I couldn't help but sneak a peek at a mailbag. Ooh. So this week's mailbag is really fun. Caitlin R. from Portland, Oregon asked us to cast a Bravo version of Big Brother. So we're going to break it into two teams. Okay, okay, okay. Ready? Uh, You go first. Okay. So my dream team, Team O'Donnell, would be Phaedra Parks from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Stassi Schroeder from Vanderpump Rules. He said Stassi. <laughs> Ryan Serhan from Million Dollar Listing New York. My husband. Pat Elchel from Southern Charm. Quad Webb from Married to Medicine. And Kelly Dodd from The Real Housewives of OC would be my dream team of people I would want to watch. 24 I hours. I love all of that. Uh, Ryan Serhan is the sexiest man on Bravo to me. Stassi is a god. And Kelly is... Kelly's going to be in the fire. Uh, for Team Toledo, we have, from below deck, Chef Ben. Ooh, he's so cute. Because you know everyone's going to ask him to cook. And oh, yeah, good call. Yeah. And then we have New Jersey's classic Margaret Joseph. Classic Marge. Along with Mexican Dynasty's rising star, Adon. <laughs> Summer House's lover boy, Kyra Cook. <laughs> And Roni's MVP, they're all MVPs in our eyes, Sonia Morgan, and the ground dom herself, Real Housewives of Potomac's Karen Huger. Wow. See, that, I feel like you getting Karen Huger, like, that would have been a big get for me. Yeah. Like, on the team. <laughs> like uh, Honestly, like, she, she will put everyone together. I think my greatest strength lies in Kyle Cook. I mean, he wrote that 17-page email, so he definitely has the focus. <laughs> uh, but if I had to think about who would win this whole thing... I mean, I think we agreed before that Stassi would probably have to be the winner. Uh, yeah, because I in a Big Brother we, situation, they're doing, like... There are, like, mental things. Like, there's the mental aspect of it where you're, like, manipulating the people around you. And we saw her, like, manipulate all the girls on Vanderpump Rules, most of the men, jacks, like, you know. And on Big Brother, like, the guys who are a physical prowess uh, tend to go home early, so... Oh, so I guess sorry, Kyle. Sorry, Ryan. Yeah. Um, and because you know they view them as threats, I think somebody who might get America's favorite house player would probably be Margaret Josephs or Sonia. Yeah, I mean, I think Margaret Josephs. Everyone kind of loves her, but Sonia would just be adding enter- pure entertainment value. Patricia might might win or get runner up. I could see that like because she she definitely yeah is not doing any physical challenges, but I feel like she'd find a way to like talk herself out of them, and that's what makes her so amazing. And I think to round up like the top four, I'm gonna go with Chef Ben and somebody from your team. I think Kelly Dodd. Oh, Kelly Dodd, but she's also physically fit too. Yeah, so she's not only like a cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs person to make her fun to watch. But I also feel like she could be like scrappy and like actually like physically win challenges. Oh my God. I want this to happen. So I want it to happen bad. to you. Let's write a pilot mock-up and we'll send it to Andy Cohen. You'll sign to his DMs. 
<laughs> I'm going to meet him at BravoCon. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, moving on to our favorite moments that aired this week. I have to start with mine just because we were just talking about her being on your Team Toledo for Big Brother. Sonia Morgan on this week's episode of Real Housewives of New York was just insane. She's so on something. And this was Scary Island <laughs> in modern day. I will knock you out. Oh, my God. Everything that came out of her mouth is comedy cold. I loved the editing done at the Countess rehearsal of Louis, of her just going on and on and on and, like, stirring a cauldron at one point and just, like, laughing. And She can whine her body. Oh, she Sonia's hot. Or do you mean Lou or both? They're both hot. I mean, they can all whine their bodies, but the, I noticed Sonia just kept twirling yeah. and twirling <laughs> and twirling all about all throughout the episode. She was on a whole nother level. Yeah, it sounds about right. She is a mess. But, oh, like, yeah. my mess. <laughs> like, oh, absolutely. No. The entire thing where she, you know, it's a cliffhanger at the end of the episode where she falls, like, off her chair. And well, go the to ambulance sleep. comes. Yeah, she should have gone to sleep. That's her damn chair. Bethany has magic. Whenever she, she can just make people go to sleep. <laughs> She's but, a witch. Absolutely. Um, I guess for my favorite Bravo moment this week would have to be from Summer House. Uh, as you know, the VPR crew came by. So good. Uh, yes. I mean, Stassi was the only one that ever did anything that Katie whole episode. Is useless. I mean, Schwartz bled. Out of his asshole. Don't. It's like, were you and Jordan hooking up before this? Relatable. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, it comes from when Stassi just straight up shuts Kyle down as he's crying. Because... It's not her being a bitch. That's what I... That's, it's her pretty much saying, hey, dude, you fucked up. Maybe you shouldn't be proposing to her after cheating on her. Yeah. It's not a good idea. And I was like, this is why they got invited. Yeah. I think Kyle and Amanda were cute in the beginning when they were just dating, but these issues aren't going to really change in their relationship. Like, he keeps drinking to oblivion and cheating on her. And, like, that won't ever stop. And the fact that she's like, Kyle, like... Oh, like I saw the text from the girl, and I guess that's uh, that's Bible. Like, no, they could have been texting. That's Bible. Yeah, like, what do you mean? Like, that is not at all solidifying the fact that he didn't cheat on you. And exactly. if he's done it to you once, he's gonna do it to you again. There's a really, really good chance of that. I just don't want to see Amanda like crying anymore, wiping her tears with Lover Boy uh, yeah. cans. <laughs> They, they always show that oh, cat. Yeah. I mean, God. it's better than the Phoenix app. <laughs> What's the Phoenix app? Exactly. Oh, was that one of Kyle's? Yeah, things? season Jesus. one. Oh, oh. Is that his workout app? Or did that ever get off the ground? I feel like he did a workout moment. I guess it was sort of like a personal coaching. It was Teddy Mellencamp's accountability coaching all app. But for hot millennial dudes. <laughs> noted, noted. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This actually brings us to the end of this week's episode. So where can people find you and follow you on social media? I have Instagram. You guys can follow me at Ian Luca Toledo. I will be back every once in a while. And I love you guys all. Thank you for listening. Thanks so 
much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. 